How are you this evening, Sandra? I'm Kaya. Good. Kaya, everybody. Sorry. Um, I forgot to press some buttons. <laughs> We've pressed them now. We're okay. We're on live. Kaya, live. everyone. And welcome to Radio LP... No, IPL. IPL, Radio. Inspire Passionate Lives. Um, hope everybody's ready for a good Sunday night. And why don't we start this party off? Your voice. Your community station. You are listening to IPL Radio. Well, we just had Christine Arnoux stepping out in her deadly red shoes for the party. Boss. <laughs> uh, and then we went across to Broome. With we sure Johnny did. Walker's shoes from the Big Gun Brothers. Hey, we can go to Broome without going to Broome. I know. <laughs> <laughs> we can dance for broom. <laughs> and then we have one of our personal favourites, Casey Chambers with the captain. Yes, and we've seen her several times, haven't we, Sam? Yes, we She's have. amazing. Yes, we I have. love our good Aussie music, hey? Yeah, we've not got bad. some <laughs> We've got some really good singers out there and, um, you know, and uh, they're international artists like, you know, they, they go travelling around like Mr jo- John Butler and Eskimo Joe and people like that, which is fantastic, so... You've joined us tonight on Budger Dreaming on IPL, Inspire Passionate Lives, and the background of this radio station is around, um, you know, talking about mental health issues and things like that, and we thought that we would design a program around teaching people a lot about, you know, our Aboriginal culture and heritage and, you know, the sorts of things that we... um, are doing out in the community so you know around bringing back traditional medicine and our language and our culture and you know if you if you have not experienced anything like this is where you start you know we're sh- we've been on the show now for two weeks and we've been sharing a little bit about our Noongar seasons yep and you know people that are doing tours and their own business and things out there so you know we're not that far to reach are we really no and people can contact us either on facebook um, and we can do requests, we can give out information for people as well. For sure. So I usually post up on my Bindi Bindi Dreaming page. If you haven't liked my page, you're a listener for the first time to our program, please like our page. We are in the process of getting our own page, aren't we? Like a bit of an event page to this radio yes. station. So we can interact a lot more with you and our guests and, and our listeners. And this radio station goes all the way international, doesn't it? Yes, it does. It goes to the US. The UK? Um, it's about five countries, but I can't think off the top of my head. Was it also New Zealand? Well, I hope so. Yeah. Because they use our neighbours. They use our neighbours, <laughs> so they should tune in. Yes. They're not that far away. But even if you're from New Zealand and you live here, listen to us I too. I think I said that wrong. <laughs> oh, shame. Somebody help this girl. <laughs> So, Marissa, yes. uh, you've got a book open there. May I ask what you did on the weekend? I sure. So, I was a I was a busy little bee, Sam. And, you know, like with my business, Bindi Bindi Dreaming, it's about bringing people on the journey. And I've been working behind the scenes and putting together some workshops for the Harvey community by request of, you know, the local Aboriginal people as well as the Harvey community. And their interest in me coming down and sharing culture is all about bush food, bush medicine. So, on Saturday... I ran a full day workshop around bush foods and traditional medicine healing, you know, the sorts of things that you can find in the bush to heal yourself. So I probably had about maybe 12 to 15 strong that came and attended the workshop. Mm -hmm. So the first 
half of the the morning was actually teaching them about the native herbs and spices. Okay. And you're very well up on that knowledge as well because you come out and help with the business. So, you know, the things that we we cook, like the lemon myrtle chicken and things like that, we were infusing those. Sorry. (laughs) I don't know what you're laughing at. um, So we actually cook our feasts, so we teach the guests how to use all of those infusions and we kind of nominate people to cook, you know, a damper or a kangaroo stew. Lemon myrtle chicken, salad, mm-hmm. um, fruit. So we actually go through a lot of ingredients like bush tomato, lemon myrtle, river mint, mm-hmm. salt bush. And I actually picked salt bush from my garden because I grow it. So they were really excited because I took a couple of branches and I said, no, take this home. You can use it. So some of them were munching on it live and um, amazed that they've never done that before and tasted it. So... Uh, realised how salty it was because <laughs> it is a salt bush, people. Um, and then the second half of the mo- – so we cooked our lunch, we had a big feast and then the second half of the session is around the traditional medicine. So, um, yeah, I've just opened up a book here that actually, um, you know, talks about the really uh, strong connection our people had with about, you know with accessing country and, and getting back out there. So there's a beautiful picture of a Kwandong, which is actually – coming up to our season mm-hmm. and you know our our oldies and and young people go mad for kwandongs we know Kwandong that jam. oh it's the best on damper so we'll be probably hitting up some aunties for our kwandong jam very soon we're um, on the lookout for some kwandongs yes and they're all alike along the side of the road when you travel down the southwest highway um you know they're just bright red fruits and you know, the vitamin C level in it is just tremendous and that's what kept our people nice and fit and healthy. You know, not a lot of the stuff that we're eating today, the sugar and stuff, this was kind of a natural sugar. But actually, Kwandong's quite bitter, isn't it? It is. So when you bite it, the, the red stuff. Yeah. And uh, on the East Coast, don't they have blue Kwandongs? They sure do. Blue ones that side of town. And they're, have you ever seen a picture of them? Yeah. They're gorgeous. And I, I think with our bush foods, like the, the colours... Now, I've I, I seen something this week with the Kwandongs. Once they open them up, take the uh, the bread off and you've got the seeds that a lot of people use for jewellery. That's right. I, in um, They open that up again and there's another seed in there that you can eat. That's right, the nut, the Kwandong yeah, nut. Kwandong yeah. nut. Which has actually got a better oil for your body than most of the other nuts as well. So that's, you know, you've got the level of the flesh, then you've got the seed itself which you can eat direct from the nut, so... They're pretty hard to open. You will need a hammer or something. You know, back in our days, our mob would have had that, you know. The rock. Yeah, the rock. Um, because I've tried to actually crack one of them things with a nut and it's very hard. So our old people must have been strong, fit and healthy, eh? Oh, yeah. What do you reckon? I reckon they And I mean, been. look how much walking they did. Yes. Well, you there know? was no buses. No, bu- <laughs> no buses. But even just to travel through country... You know, from the hills to the coast. Yeah. It's not just down the road. It's a no. couple of hours. So, you know, added adding that with the living lifestyle and then them walking, then going with the seasons. Um, you know, I'd love to take a leaf out of how we could do that today and just go back and walk. Go for a walk. Live on country, pick whatever we can along the way and eat as well. So no glamping? No glamping. <laughs> no. No glamping. Our mob 
did a different glamp and I think they love living on country but not with, you know, flash pillows or anything. No like glamping. <laughs> no glamping. And a lot of our people had really strong, hard feet, you know, didn't have no shoes. Walk on country, walk well, on the rocks. Well, the best thing to do is walk around with no shoes on. It sure is and that's the way you connect to country and hopefully we can do this as part of our show because Budja dreaming, Budja means country land. Mm. So it's about how do we get to I understand. I never used to wear shoes. You still don't. <laughs> Sometimes when I catch up with you. Well, you Or know. you chuck them shoes flying after we've done an event. Yeah, take them off. That's right. But um, get the sand in your feet, grass. And actually, I've got two more workshops coming up. I'll give you the dates when we come back. We'll Maybe we'll play some songs. Yes, and then so let's we'll get everyone and you bopping in this lounge room and, you know. Well, this hey, one's not actually boppy. Tell us where you are. Are you sitting in your lounge? Are you on your iPhone in the room? Like, where are you listening to us? Messages, let us know. Yeah. Are so you at we're the on beach? I'm Bindi Bindi Dreaming on my Facebook page. Come and say g'day. Or they might be on an island. Your voice. Your community station. You are listening to IPL Radio. So, Marissa, school holidays are coming up soon. I know, right? How quick has that been for our younger generation (laughs) that are going to come and um, get off for a couple of weeks and humbug us, eh? Yes. (laughs) Especially because it's showtime as well. Oh, that's right. It certainly is. And talking about the show, shall we mention to everybody, our listeners, that we're actually going to be at the show, aren't we? As part of the radio station and our program and... You know, we want people to come and say g'day to us while we're there. I don't actually know where we're hosted yet, but we're going to find out, aren't we? Yeah, they'll find us. I think next Sunday the Royal Show starts, so by then we'll actually know, because we'll still have our program running, where we'll be hosted at the show. I think we d- we kind of do, yeah. but we just don't have the info with us. But um, yeah, actually, speaking of that, speaking of uh, this radio station, I was just kind of like reading a little bit of info and actually didn't, you know, quite – I kind of gloss over things and just read really fast. But um, just looking at the website and looking at how this radio station came about, it's fairly new, Sam. It's 2020 and it came – it was born out of the COVID pandemic. So only just two years ago. And founder Tris Reddick, a mental health first aid trainer – wanted to find a way of talking about mental health issues and inspiring young people to live their best in a way that was lockdown proof. That's just amazing. And we've just seen that in 18 months, we have been broadcasting over 150 volunteers and now broadcast across Australia, New Zealand, America, Canada and the UK. That is amazing. We've got friends in those countries, haven't we? Yeah, <laughs> we'll just we'll just make it up if if we do we'll reach we'll reach out to some of those overseas mob and say come and listen to us so um it's amazing so everyone that's actually dedicated and and has a program here has some form of you know background in health or mental health um or disability services or you know it's just amazing so it's nice to actually bring on the cultural perspective of what we're doing with our show and you know the sorts of things that our community like how we deal with stuff as well because we're out there and you know one of our programs is actually connecting to country and getting people out especially our young generation like we visit prison systems we prisons well yes schools and so we're you know 
we're always trying to educate our, our youth about, you know, connecting back to culture and, you know, we talked a little bit about the stolen generation last week and what that meant for a lot of us and a lot of our families have been affected by that. And so it's now passing the baton back to a lot of that younger generation, isn't it? And, you know, getting them to take the baton so they can, you know, make a future for themselves, no matter what's happened. No, yes. Because we've all kind of been shook up, you know, by what's happened with the stolen generation and, you know, moving through that and navigating through life. And it's not an easy thing. Like, we still see a lot of people that need healing. We work with services like Yorgum and a lot of other Aboriginal services that offer, you know, good support for a lot of our elders and community members that have been through, you know, that hurt and trauma. Yes. And yeah. And, we, yeah, as you say, we go out, we, we, we do a lot of different um, programs with people and... Make and we have a bit of fun too. I think fun's another element to try and, you know, sidestep some of the issues and just like have a bit of relaxation for the day, hey. And plus we go out on country as well where it's, it's actually better than being in a room. That's right. Like, you know, get to walk around the bush, maybe see some snakes. Um, we do sometimes, yes. don't we? Because we're out on country. And some kookaburras. And goannas. Um, not goannas, bobtails. Yeah, we don't like You've them. had a couple of... <laughs> Encounters with them and kookaburras. Hey, little, but they're scary. <laughs> they got legs. And I was just going to say, kookaburras aren't our best friends because I steal our sausages when we oh my god, we're cooking they them on take the barbie them off the hot barbecue. Um, <laughs> I, I still can't get over that. I've, it's happened to me a couple of times. Yes, it has. Poor Sandra. <laughs> yeah. And you can't hit them with tongs because they're too fast. <laughs> <laughs> That's right. So we're going to be. At the show for a couple of days during the week. So once we find out where we're going to be, yeah. come and pop in, come and say g'day, come and get a live interview if we're going to be on live. Yeah. That would be wonderful. But also we're, um, you know, helping spread the word as part of the radio station and, and gaining support. We're doing some fundraising stuff out there and it's going to be a bit of fun. Like come past our store and say hello yeah. to us. And um – Probably maybe have a look online and see yeah. what else the other stations, other people in the radio station are doing as well. Yeah, because it's, from our it's program, always busy, the show. There's like 96 are there and, you know, all these other radio stations. So there'll be a point of difference to what our station does. And I think I haven't been to the show for a while. We haven't. So we're looking forward to it, aren't yeah. we? We're very excited. So... Um, Yes, please. If you plan to go to the show, please come and say g'day and and see us. And probably the next show will tell you what days we're we're going to be there, yeah. so you can pop in. But even the radio station's there all week, so come and say hello to everybody. And I don't know. Um, maybe we should listen to some Troy Cassidy. What do you think? Oh, love Troy. Let's put him on. Your voice. Your community station. You are listening to IPL Radio. And we just had uh, titters with my sister. And we had Troy Cassadaly and Adam Harvey singing the great Slim Disty song. Slim Disty? Slim Dusty song. <laughs> Slim Dusty. Slim Dusty. That's a... Last one in the past. Um, now, have you read any good books lately, Marissa? Not yet? 
No, we're going to bring that up in probably another half an hour or something, I think. We're going to do a bit of a a book review. But um, let's have a look at some school holiday programs that are happening because it's just buzzing. There's so much happening. We are trying to look for some local stuff, but I have just found this one, which is the WA Gould League has on the 28th of September to the 8th of October and it's um, at the Herdsman Lake Discovery Centre and they've got Nature Crafter Noon, Reptile and Amphibia Visit, a Frog Fest Night Stalk, a Native Animal Visit and the Wild Wetland Discovery. So if you'd like to get yourself to that and some kids, it does actually say you've got to get some tickets, league. so G-O-U-L-D, L-E-A-G-U-E dot com dot A-U. It sounds like a bit of fun. And I've just actually just seen what kind of the program is and the wetland, wild wetland discovery, hands-on science activities such as a leaf litter sifting, mm-hmm. bird bingo, aquatic scooping and more, the fun Friday fo- frog fest, a family event with expert talk, games, barbecue, and a guided night stalk by torchlight. It's actually quite cool listening to nature at its best, especially the frogs at night time. The 1st of October, you've got scaly tails, reptile and amphibian workshops. See loads of visiting snakes, frogs, and lizards. Then the 7th of October, the Nature Crafternoon, which is a chilled out and affordable afternoon of beautiful nature crafts. That sounds pretty full on. Maybe you could do something with your kid every day. And it says here, please note, if you're a WA Guild League, friends can apply for a 15% discount. That's pretty cool. It's nice when you get a bit of a discount, hey? It is. Yeah. So get on down there, guys, um, and enjoy all of those beautiful activities. What did you find? I found You found nothing? Oh, there's so much on. Well, I know the circus is on. Oh, yes. Is that the Moscow Circus in town? Yeah, I think it's in Hemi Hill. Oh, that's nice and close. See, we could go to that. I think. Don't quite I haven't been that. to the circus for a long time. We'll find out. I think the last time I went to the circus was in the country. Wow. That long ago? Yep. Jeez. I think I was about probably 10 or 11, 12 maybe. Yeah. That's but I can't remember either. <laughs> yep, I suppose everything changes now. But, you know, I wouldn't mind going to the circus. But my boy's too old for the circus, I think. <laughs> You're never too old. If we're wanting to go to the circus, we'll be all right. Yeah. <laughs> and this one is from the Parks and Wildlife Service. And they've got Know Your Patch School Holiday Activities. So they've got family walks, reptiles, canoeing, camps, wetland exploration and, of course, a spring favourite, the wildflowers. You can see all of the programs and book online at exploreparks.dbca.wa.gov.au slash get inspired slash know your patch. That sounds exciting. I would love to do the canoeing one. That would be fun. Especially that it's like nice weather coming up too. So you'd want to fall out of that canoe just to have a splash around. Well, yeah, because the weather's changing. It's spring is in the air. Yay. And it is warming up, isn't it? Or as I say, spring has sprung. Spring has sprung. And have you seen all the babies that are out? They're everywhere. Baby swans. Well, I just came back from Harvey. There's baby lambs. There's baby cows. Baby magpies. 
baby magpies. Be careful of the magpie season, people. Remember, they're only protecting their babies. That's right. And you might just happen to be walking in their patch, which is unfortunate. But, you know, keep your eyes out. Keep your eyes covered as well. That's it. Hat and sunglasses. Just be a little bit careful out there. Uh, maybe we need What do we got coming up? What's our, what's our next singer? I reckon. What are we going to listen to? What about some Dan Sultan? Oh, love Dan. Some black girl. Seen Dan. He's amazing. One, Your voice. Your community station. You are listening to IPL Radio. So, the great Moscow Circus in Hemiel. Should be good to get to if you get a chance during these school holidays. And it's saying Starland Street, so I think it's down uh, just off Rockingham Road. Oh, nice. Nice and close. Well, not right now because we're in Rockingham. No, not now. No. Um, but yeah, what was it a couple of weeks ago? It was Are You Okay Day, wasn't it? So, you know, that's a, a really important thing to check in on your friends and family. And I just noticed here that uh, the Westerman Gillia Institute for Indigenous Mental Health just hosted the gala dinner. And it says here it was a roaring success because they raised over $17,000 and picked up 15 new Indigenous psychology students to add to the Julia mob. Now, that's amazing. So, it takes the toll to 41 Indigenous psychology students um, through their scholarship program. So, that's amazing. So, well done to you guys. And um, the Westerman Julia Institute for Indigenous Mental Health, you can tap into that and see the good work that Tracy uh, does with a lot of our community, so I think that's phenomenal. Um, and we definitely need more workers out there on the ground in our communities dealing with a lot of those issues that we talked about in the last few weeks around, um, you know, the, the, the stolen generation and things like that, but not even, you know, those issues. We're talking about the youth and the, the suicide and things like that, you know, like, and that's why we need to ensure that we check up you know, on our young people and make sure they're safe and sound and sane and, you know, thinking positive things and, you know, wanting to get ahead in life and get a good job and get a car and a house and everything that we want, all those beautiful things, which we certainly can do. You know, we don't have to lag behind. We can catch up and, and do all those those great things as well. So That's it. Yeah, I thought that was great, like raising $70,000. Wow, that's a good... That's uh, a, a huge amount of money, but a bit of dough to do some really good stuff. So, well done. And I'm just looking at the photos and I'm like, how come I didn't get there? I can see, like, you know, Uncle Josh McGuire here. I can see um, one of the singers from Eskimo Joe standing alongside Tracy and some, you know, a few other... Oh, actually, it's, I think it's Uncle Vaughan. It's not even Uncle Josh. <laughs> McGuire. Uh, looks like Tina Altieri, maybe the MC or the co-host, so it looks like it brings in, you know, a few, um, you know, superstars and things, and I can see the Books kid here, and uh, which is uh, Jared Wall singing along there, he's got some okra on his face, and it actually looks, if you look at this photo, it's just a jam-packed room, it doesn't even look like there's an empty seat in the house, so uh, fantastic work, if you want to find out a little bit more. Uh, www the Jillia, so uh, J I L Y A Institute 
www.ghostbusinesscoaching.com.au and um, check them out. And, um, you know, if you need to yell out and say hello and just, you know, pick up that phone and have a yarn with your mob um, if you're feeling a little bit stressed. So don't let it fester, you know. Um, healing, talking is healing in itself. Even getting out on country is healing in itself. Checking up on each other, maybe going to drop in for a cuppa. That's right. Cuppa and a cake and a biscuit and oh. just yarn, eh? Damper. Damper. Damper's good in our mob. Damper. Yep. We'll come rain, hail, shine for damper. <laughs> That's it. And, and damper's all year round. <laughs> That's right. We don't stop at damper. It's every day. Yeah, so um, that circus is coming up, but we have a few other school holiday programs that are happening around the place. Are I'm you just, doing any school programs this year? Um, I'm a little bit quiet, actually, because we're what we're at the Royal Show for the first week. Yeah. And then the second week, I think, I don't, I'm not doing too much this school holidays, because we lose these school holidays to the Royal Show, so I don't, I don't do a lot, so okay. I'll be at the Royal Show. But, um... We've got an event here in the 5th and 6th of October at the Claremont Town Centre from 10 to 2. And it says here a monster hunt. So grab a map at the town square and help find the monsters. This sounds awesome. So held from 10 to 2 daily, get your hands on a map and follow the trail to the last known locations to see if you can spot a monster. Along the way, there'll be monster arts and crafts, monster face painting, monster games as well as a monster castle. You'll also be able to meet some monster-like reptiles and even hold one if you're feeling brave. So if you'd like to get hold of that, you can just contact the Claremont uh, Council, uh, claremont.wa.gov.au. But that sounds amazing. 5th and 6th of October. That would definitely make the kids do something. Hey, yeah, you know, instead of sitting around humbugging their parents, get out. Go do something. Come look for monsters. Go look for monsters. Just don't bring them home. No. <laughs> well, keep them in the backyard. <laughs> keep them in the backyard. That's it. So, actually, my next workshop is we're talking about school holidays. So, we actually skipped the next school holidays. My next Bush Tucker and Bush Medicine workshops, which we're actually hosting with the Harvey CRC. Mm-hmm. So, we've, we've built up a bit of a relationship. Um, down at the community centre and you know because you've come down with me and we've done NAIDOCs and all sorts of stuff down there and got out on women's country and and we're very blessed to um, get out on country with those old girls. Hey, how lovely was that? Well, and the kangaroos. I've never seen kangaroos like that before. I know, so many. It's it's awesome to see, isn't it? But also, um, remember they were talking about the interpretive panels. Yes. They weren't near the river. Well, they're there now. And they're amazing. You just walk along the riverside and just read them. All about the six seasons and the strong connection. Yeah, they were up when we went down. Were but they? the river was empty. I don't remember because I remember they were talking about them, but they didn't have them up. Because remember we started in Neve, I think. Neve with the artwork. With the artwork yeah. under the bridge. And then we did the uh, full circle. I don't remember the panels though. Yeah. I thought she said they were working on the panels. Well, I got well the they're panels. there now. Yeah. Okay. Oh, I got the signs near the um, water. Oh, okay. Mm. Mm. So my next workshop's on the 15th of October, if anyone would like to come. Um, I post it up on my Facebook, 
Bindi Bindi Dreaming. So we had a lady from a school in Perth that travelled down. So it's not too far. Harvey's about, what, an hour, an hour and a half. Um, and the, the workshop's from 9.30 through till about 3 o'clock. You don't have to hang around. You could just do the bush tucker one. That's from 9.30 to 12.30. Then we do the bush medicine one from 1 to 3. And that's actually at the Harvey CRC, which is kind of on the main drag. Um, and we do it under the undercover area. So we like barbecue our lunch and it's all set up outside. So again, it's about, you know, not having to be behind a screen and, no. you know, doing that sort of um, workshop. And, and Harvey is beautiful. Harvey's gorgeous. It's really nice. And then just near Harvey, you've got Brunswick. Yes. Town all of those beautiful little go. country towns, hey, when you go down. And actually, at this time of year, those beautiful wildflowers are out. So, you know, take a bit of a, a cruise around and go and have a look for yourself. To see what's out there. That's it. And then then Bunbury as well. What you got there, Sam? Um, Oh, yes. We should actually recognise that we've had a death this week from one of our um, legends, iconic actors. Um, Yeah, so Uncle uh, Jack Charles would love to... Um, just do a bit of a dedication to him. He passed away this week and, oh, if you haven't seen anything of his, you need to because he's just a remarkable man. But what about his life story as well? Like it just touches the heartstrings um, yeah. around, you know, Uncle Jack and, you know, his story as well. And I saw, I think, a picture of him or a, a interview of him and Arnie, uh, Uncle Archie Roach together. They sang together. Yeah, but they also did a little interview yeah. talking about each other and how they met each other and then they, they, they sang together. So um, that's beautiful. It is floating around on Facebook if anyone gets a chance. But um, you'll, be, you'll be sadly miss Uncle, Uncle Jack because, um, you know, you graced our TV screens with the most amazing, you know, talent and shows that you were involved in and, you know, you were just in awe to watch um, – and you know what? There's no, you know, age is not a blockage for anything, you know. No. Um, and even like, you know, Uncle Archie Roach sang right up until, you know, um, his death as well. So, um, you know, we send our, our love and our heartfelt thanks, you know, for them um, gracing our screens and fighting the fight. You know, like a lot of uh, um, Uncle Archie Roach's songs, you know, were about his lifestyle his own life story and his wife's life story. Um, and again, touches the heartstrings. It pulls yeah. the heartstrings. And Uncle Jack did some amazing movies as well. He sure did. We might even just Google a few and, and give you a shout-out or, you know, if you're on our Bindi Bindi Facebook page, just give us a little bit of a um, – I, I like – was it Jack and the Queen? Was that one of his um, – I went to his stage play for that one. I think it was called Jack and the Queen or something. Jack and the Crown? The Crown? Jack and the Crown. Jack and the Crown. Oh, my God. That was amazing to watch as a live um, stage play. I didn't actually realise, but he was in Blackfellas. That long ago, he was in Blackfellas. Yeah. Oh, my gosh. Yeah. I didn't know that. Well, I mean, we were, I was young when I watched that. Yeah, so I, was, I, I remember watching it. And I, but I didn't realise that he was in it. Wow. Um, Theatre, movies, TVs, he's done it all. Yes. 
Or is it Crown? Oh, Jack Charles versus The Crown. I don't know if he actually made that into, like, I know he did it as a stage play, but whether it's a play now. But he was also in that spiritual one. Do you remember that one? With, um, with, the, dark, oh, with the Dark Man or whatever. We'll have to try and find that one for you as well and post that one up and um, let you know because that was – he played, I think, the young boy's grandfather or, or like a spiritual – person that came into his life that kept talking to him about spirits and like him connecting to culture and stuff and that was amazing little um picture as well but we'll we'll try and track that down and try and find that for you guys um and that's it i mean we can only get better at you know sharing this stuff with you so then you can find out for yourself you can watch it think about it, process the information. And then what you do after that is you go out to the community and you ask these questions and you you yarn to our mob because a lot of the time when we're doing stage plays and, um, you know, movies, it's actually based on our real life stories. So, you know, we're not just making a film for, for just the sake of making a film. We make a film because there's a storyline behind it and usually a lot of the times it is our mob and it is their story that they're telling. So, um, And I think Jack and the Crown kind of relates to a lot of our Aboriginal community, doesn't it? Because it was – I mean, it's so fitting that, you know, the Queen now, um, you know, passing away and, you know, people saying we should be getting our artefacts and our tools and things back. I've been seeing that a lot on the Facebook page as well. So, yes. and I th- you know, that play was about that, you know, Jack, Jack was saying – you came here, you grabbed my land, you grabbed everything else, you know, what did you give to me or can you give it back? And that's what I found fascinating. It's everybody's, all of our Indigenous people around the world, isn't it? Because I think the the Crown has a lot of, like, artefacts and things in, in their museum in which they, you know, cruised around the world and worked with community and found. So, Yeah. Um, I think we might uh, play some music. We shall do. What have we got coming up now? I think we might go old school with some Elvis Presley. Oh, that'll be lovely. How does that sound? That sound good? Yep. Hope we love Elvis. Your voice. Your community station. You are listening to IPL Radio. Oh, Murdich, good old Dolly Parton there playing Island in the Stream. And then we had The Wait before that. And then looking out my back door, good old CCR. I'm sure a lot of people, our generation, have heard of CCR through our parents, eh? Yes. Playing that. Yes, and the Midnight Special. And the Midnight Special. Love that. Love That's a good CCR. karaoke song, that one. It sure is. But we won't talk about that. No, because I'm not good at karaoke either. No. <laughs> okay, so we've actually found a local, well, kind of local, it's Kwanana, uh, a school holiday program coming up, Noongar Seasons Workshop, Make a Cambering Tote. So it's not till Thursday, the October the 6th, and it's from 10 to 11.30. It's at the Darius Wells Library and Resource Centre in Kwanana. And there is an Eventbrite page for you to uh, order and book up. And it's suitable for 7 to 12-year-olds. So that will be lovely to make your own little uh, tote bag. So uh, it says here, 
come along to the library and create your very own Cambrang season story, Cambrang tote bags, and it's with Noongar artist Nolene Regan. Okay. And the session is suitable for 7 to 12 years old, so I can't really see. Oh, it says $5 here. And it actually looks pretty pretty funky on the little picture here. So, um, yeah, if you want to find out more, you can actually uh, ring programs at kwanana.wa.gov.au or 92364320. But um, that sounds like the way to go. Just, you know, get more culture into your life and that's one way to do it by cruising. Down to the workshops. Hey, Sam. That's it. Especially with the little ones. For sure. Keep them busy, like we said. Busy, busy, busy. So I've actually done a little bit of homework because I thought, you know, we're on this radio station that actually helps promote, you know, mental health and all sorts of stuff um, around health and healing. So I thought I'd just talk a little bit about Yorgum. And I did mention that before. So Yorgum is our Aboriginal... Well, I shouldn't say our because I think it's open to anyone going there, isn't it? But I think it's more for, you know, our community that have, um, you know, been through the stolen generation and, and kind of other other effects. And Yorgum is seen as a bit of a, a healing organisation for us. Well, I'm actually – we actually use Yorgum. Okay. Me and my son use actually, actually did use them um, last year when he was having some issues. So. Right. And they were absolutely – Excellent. They um they came down to the house, had a so they come to you yard. as well. Yeah, in the comfort of your home. So we had a referral, and um, they came in, and it's it's much better because they actually we actually sat together and talked to them, and then um, the girls uh, introduced themselves introduced themselves to Drew, and then they went and seen him at school. Oh, fantastic! So they made that point of. Going so they the can school. do that too. They can actually yeah. go to school. So they wow. actually go into where they are, into their space, and they actually talk to them there, which is a better thing, I think, because mm. it's um, it's their space, isn't it? It's their safe space. Well, yeah. Well, you don't want to. He doesn't want to be sitting with me when he's talking to people. Yeah, and he needs to explain stuff. So I think that's a better thing for kids of today as well, where they can have that person privacy. Where they can, yeah, fantastic. Yeah, because sometimes you don't always want your mum around when you're you're yarning about stuff, isn't it? So it, they build up that relationship with that worker to create that safe network. Yeah. Um, and look, just looking at their values, it says our mob first. So it says we put Aboriginal first in our priorities. And then it says respect. We believe in dignity and worth of all people and the underpins of our behaviour. Then it's actually got an Aboriginal cultural element. So we base our work around Aboriginal culture and practices. It's got the integrity. So we are honest. We do what we believe is right. We are transparent and reliable. And, you know, the next point is safety. We provide safe, welcoming Culturally secure, trauma-informed services. So, like you said, you know, um, having them go into the school and not be at home or if you're around, you know, gives that little bit of a, um open doorway for our youth, doesn't it? And I think, um, especially with these days, with you know, because you've got internet and everything is so easily ac- accessed and it's yep. so everything's so quick and easy. That's right. Um, and I think that's what makes a difference as well. I think digital space is um, 
It's getting up there. I mean, IPL is digital. You know, a lot of people said, what's the dial? And I'm like, no, there's no dial. You get on the website and then you click on... Click on and go Listen now. Yeah. And and, you're hearing us. And kids have phones. So, you know, they have Snapchat. They have Facebook. Well, if they do. Um, What's the other one? Instagram. Most teens do. Yeah, Instagram. Yeah. And other... Things where they all get to chat and that. So sometimes maybe if they need someone else to chat to, you've got your groom there. Yeah. Which is a good service. Oh, it's fantastic. I'm just like kind of reading these other things and it's even got the disability counselling. So, um, you know, it's culturally appropriate and it's a community-based counselling services for Indigenous families with disabilities and their carers as well. So... um, you know, some of the topics are trauma-informed support, building capacity, therapeutic supports and disability royal commission support. So um, it's even got goldfields and great southern regions. So it's not even just about the Perth metro area. Uh, these guys tap into the regions as well, which is amazing. Uh, it's also got building solid families. You know, we are talking about our, our mob, you know, in the stolen generation, which actually fragmented a lot of our families too. So it looks like this organisation can actually, you know, help our community to build those solid foundations as well. And, you know, if you look at it, a lot of our mob were taken away at such an early age and then they're trying to, you know, rebuild their lives and those relationships and and come back together. You know, a lot of the um, elders were separated too. You know, Mm. they went to different missions and different places. Like if you were a fair, fair-skinned fella, you even may may have been adopted out to, you know, a non-Aboriginal family and you lost contact with, with your mob. That's it. And uh, you've got to retrace and retrack. Yep. And it looks like, I think, as an offshoot of Yorgum, they do link up, mm-hmm. which is where you can actually try and trace back your family as well. So um, I think all these um, wonderful services that we've got to help our mob get back on track... Um, you know they're there, so use them as well. You know, don't don't. I think one thing that we need to say to people is, um, you know, don't be shame. You no. know, for some it's really good when you ask for help. Yep, that's right. Be be um, upfront. Reach out for help. Don't struggle. No. Stop struggling and stop being shame. Like let's be confident in our skin. As I always say through my workshops, yeah. you know, be confident in your your skin, be confident about who you know. Like once you get your family connection and who you are, like be confident with that as well. And we we come across, you know, a lot of this with our school kids, don't we? You know, we yeah. we do a lot of mentoring in schools and things like that where the kids are shame, and I always say, no, get up there and, you know, yarn to us. Who's your family? Who's your mob? And then, you know, sometimes I'll say, oh, I don't really know or, you know, I've got a, I've got a name of my dad or my mum but I don't really know. But, you know, that's not to stop you from finding out who you are and who your mob is. Like, we can help you with that. Um, you know, both myself and Sandra's families are quite well known and we know we have a lot of connections in the family. We can help you, you know, with, with people that are in the regions even in connecting you to, to family. So... Yeah, let's let's stand up and let's stand strong in our skin and and you know cut this shame stuff out and be proud of who we are. And you know if there's anything that you we can help you with, especially getting out on country, we encourage all our young fellas, don't we? That's it to come out 
come and join us. Come and have a look. Yep. Come and have a feed. And we had a few young ones like Connie yeah. and Kylie that came out. Um, my next door neighbour, she came out. She's yep. a non-Aboriginal girl but wanted to learn as much as she could about culture because she was starting to learn it in school and then wanted to learn a little bit more. So um, she's onto it, which is fantastic. So, you know, colour's nothing for us. We just – if you've got an interest in learning about our mob, we take you out. That's it. And we do do a lot of uh, different community groups, don't we? Yes. We've done the African community – Syrian, Iran, Syrian—they keep coming because there's an interest, yeah. isn't there? And I think we both learnt something on that day when we went out with the Syrian people. Oh, wasn't it just? Yeah. It was a cultural exchange. It was amazing. Yeah, because us two learnt that's it. the space of where they come from, and the stories were similar. You know, them fleeing their homes or being taken away from and their families. We tell them to ask questions, but but we turn around and ask questions as well. Yeah. So we, we learn from uh, different people when we go out. That's right. We like to know their story and where they come from and what they're doing. So it sure is a cross-cultural awareness session <laughs> between everyone. Yeah. And they love it because remember the time we were talking about our people getting taken away and they were like, tell us who we have to help, who, who you know, who yeah. do we have to go to, who's the government we need to talk to. So they were, they were so passionate about like trying to help our mob and wanting to help. It was lovely. But the one thing that really spun me out was when the day we went out, with, because I do remember the, the Syrian people, and the ladies were telling us how they learnt to speak English by watching TV. Oh, that's right. Home and Away taught them English, or Neighbours taught them English. That's right. Yeah, so that's a, a different uh, perspective on it. Isn't it? Watching TV to find out how to speak something. Well, yes. <laughs> I know. That's it. Well, I remember my husband saying about... When he arrived here, he wasn't very good at English and he actually had to do an English class yeah. to learn how to speak English. So he's from India and he knew a little bits and pieces from, like, you know, tourists and stuff, but to string a sentence together, you know, yeah. no, nothing. He had to learn all of that from scratch. So I can imagine, you know, our foreign mob that come here, how they have to, you know, go through that training or <laughs> watch TV. So hopefully our mobs speak properly when they watch Home and Away and stuff like that. Well, that's it. (laughs) All right, we're going to come back. We have turned the tables. I'm behind the hot seat now and we're going to listen to some tunes from Uncle Archie Roach. So enjoy this, people. It's Beggar Man. Your voice. Your community station. You are listening to IPL Radio. Wonderful track there by our Aussie artist, the Veronicas. And they've um, done really well for themselves, haven't they? With an album, a couple of albums out, actually. Sandra has no idea because she does not listen to that music, but they are a great Aussie band. Excellent. <laughs> yes. <laughs> Excellent. Well, we were bopping around, so it must be good. Oh, there's something exciting happening this weekend, isn't there? Yes, it's AFL Grand Final. Ah! And all of us Aussies get really excited because of that, don't we? Yes, we do. Um, it's next Saturday on the 24th at 2.30 Eastern Standard Time. So it's probably 12.30 WA time. Um, it's played at the G. Um, so I'm really... It's Sydney. Who are you going to go for? I think Sydney. Sydney? Because I was going for Sydney last night. Yep. Oh, one point. 
Well, they had the lead, and then they just Collingwood started coming back, and then they just started going pushing them back. So one point, did you like a game like that? Wow, and it's thrill seeking, isn't it? I missed yep. it, but I saw the news at the end saying one point, and I thought, wow, well done. I was going for Sydney as well. But, um, me and Sandra are quite sad; our, our teams didn't make it, but you got further than my team. <laughs> well, yes, yes. Oh my God, what? I just looked. And um, looks like Robbie Williams is the halftime entertainment. No way. Yes way. Oh wow! So Robbie's going to be gracing our street screens next week, is he? Yeah. Wonder what colour he's going to wear and who's he going to go for? He's going to go for Sydney. He's going to go for Sydney, you reckon? Oh, and plus there's a First Nations supergroup. Um, artists includes Christine Arnoux, Emma Donovan, Tasman Keith, and William Barton. Oh, the didgeridoo player. Yeah. So oh, that'd be how fabo is that? So that's halftime entertainment, so we'll keep oh, an eye on that. Oh, keep an eye out for that, everybody. So Saturday the 24th of September, which is going to be probably part of the long weekend for everyone, isn't it? Yeah. Oh, gosh, I didn't even realise that. So that's something to look forward to. Pity the Dockers aren't there. But well, we very well, if they this keep year. trying, they just might be. But actually, on the 24th of September for us is the Jewel Bar Markets, which is held up at the Bedford Dale Hall. And that'll be on Saturday, so I'll be up there. I'm not even going to be able to watch the game. Did you say the game starts at 12? 12.30. Oh, awesome, because our markets go from, I think it's 9 to 1, so we might just make it home or figure out who's winning around that time. catch that last quarter, eh? Yeah. And... um. Tonight's the night of nights of AFL. It's the Brownlow night. Oh, yes, of course. Which is usually traditionally what? A Monday evening, isn't it? Monday night. And um, looks like an outsider's what, coming in. What time is that starting? Is it started? It's, it's started. 8 o'clock. Yeah. Started oh, already. someone probably could hit us up and let us know who's kind of leading the count now. Well, Did you say an outsider's going to win? I think so. Well, I'm not really an outsider, but um, a Melbourne player. Okay. Clayton Oliver is in the lead. So they by the should looks be looking at Clayton Oliver, hey? And then Lockie Neal. Lockie Neal is the favourite. Right. And what's the difference of the votes between them? That I'm not too sure. Can't see. Okay. No. Maybe someone who's listening can give us a bit of a shout out. Or around who's watching that. it? Because we're ex- we're excited. We want to know. Yeah, because it's a big night. And of, um, where's Lockie Neal? What footy club? Um, he used to play for the Dockers. Right. And then he went to Brisbane. Oh, okay. Yeah, so he's based in Brisbane now, so he's a Brisbane player. Oh, so Brisbane and Melbourne are in the lead, sort of, for the votes. But, I yeah. mean, it's only probably just started, so it may change. We don't know. Then next week, there is the AFL Grand Final, but don't forget that the AFLW is still playing. Oh, that's They've right. only just started their season. Um, Dockers played yesterday, okay. and they become a draw. Oh, wow. Both got uh, 32 at the end, so that's a... Good game at the Fremantle Oval and it was the Indigenous round for the um, AFLW. And we're very, like, especially over the West over here and probably the East Coast, we love our footy, don't we? Yes. And we always keep tabs and even the AFLW, uh, you know, has got a a bit of support behind them and a bit of backing. Well, I think everybody should go out and support them. I know. I, I agree totally. For sure. I'm just trying to find... Our Jilba Dreaming Markets, which is up at the Bedforddale Hall this Saturday. So, where's Bedforddale? Bedforddale is kind of at the back of Armadale. 
And we've got some Aboriginal storeholders. So mm-hmm. there'll be Buffy. There'll be Emma Jane with her weaving. We've also got Deadly Denim joining us. We've got uh, Mindmar Dreaming Dancing. So that's Neil Coyne and his boys. And we've got the Wildflower Society as well and free Aboriginal art activities. So if you'd like to come pop in before the game, we are – I'm just trying to bring up this little address. The Kelmscott Hall, 60 River Road in Kelmscott. So um, it's quite exciting because this is actually going to be the first time that we've partnered up or kind of um, supported the Bedford Dale Markets for Jilba, Jilba Markets. So – we're also using our Noongar language in, you know, places that we're having an influence in as well. So um, that's going to be exciting. Please come and join us, people. So we're 8.03 on Budja Dreaming program here on IPL, which is Inspire Passionate Lives. And hopefully word spread. I saw a few shares from my Facebook page that, um, you know, hopefully people are tuned in tonight. But we've not had any hits on our Facebook page to say that you're listening. So come and give us a shout out. Um, we'll say Kaya to you and hello and maybe come and you know, request a song if you like and we'll try and track it down and see if we can play it. But in the meantime, let's enjoy some nice Aussie music. This is Driving Wheels by Jimmy Barnes on Butcher Dreaming IPL. Your voice, your community station. You are listening to IPL Radio. And what a woman, what a voice. But also um, her partner in crime, Guy Gauss. So that was Gina Williams with Bindi Bindi. Hopefully you can get your hot little hands on that um, album because it's amazing. And we actually went to the launch of that, didn't we? Yes, we did. We sure did. We're big fans of Gina. So hello if you're listening, Kaya. And then we have the Teske brothers and Emma Donovan. How was her voice? Get back to the land. Very nice. Very soulful. to think that she's one of the four combos for the grand final. How good is that going to be? And then we had Driving Wheels by Mr Barnes, which I stated at the beginning of when that started. So hopefully enjoying the tunes tonight, everyone. You're listening to Budja Dreaming, our program on Indigenous passion... Uh, not Indigenous. <laughs> inspire passionate lives. It's me. We could, make, we could make this up. Oh, yeah, it is behind me. It is so, behind so, Sorry, folks. Um... So, yeah, what are we having a yarn about now, Sam? I don't know. Maybe we can yarn. I just um, purchased on um, Audible. Yep. The You're a big fan of audiobooks, aren't you? And well, I think it makes yeah. it easier than buying a book, isn't it? Save me time. And plus you get a free credit every month. Nice. That's on, good to know. It's not free because you pay, pay monthly, but I just bought Tell Me Why by Archie Roach. And narrated by Archie Roach, so I'm going to look forward to that one. Fantastic. Yeah. Is that a latest one of his or...? I'm not too... Well, I'm not too sure about that, but yeah, so... And I don't know if I said before, but I've got The Driver's Wife by Leah Parcell as well. Oh, yep. Mm. Oh. Because that's a, that's a show too, isn't it? It's a movie. Yeah. Oh, a movie. Sorry. Yeah. So she made the movie and she... um, The book as well. Have you seen the movie? No. No. No, I don't think I, I don't go to movies. We should. We should more. Yeah. Yes. So I kind of want to do like a bit of a book re- review every time that we get on the show because 
you know, there's heaps of resources out there for people to get hold of to to learn about our culture and our mob and, you know, we, we've got some really good authors. So we want to talk about Kim Scott, um, who has a whole sway of books out there and he's an author in his own right. And guess what? Kim Scott was actually one of my lecturers at uni, mm-hmm. at Curtin Uni. So, you know, I was kind of in awe every time he spoke because it was from the heart. He used to tell the truths of, you know, the things that happened to his family. But also he was, you know, at that time I was quite young and when I, st- when I went to uni and he, you know, really opened my eyes to a lot of those things that happened in the community because he was sharing a lot of that stuff too. So I've actually acquired a few of his books and if you would like to <clears throat> do a bit of a Google of Kim Scott, find out what he does, where he's at. But I've got Benang in front of me, which is from the heart, and, and it's Kim Scott, and he's, he's also done Dead Man's Dance. He's also done Taboo, True Country, and actually there's so many more yeah. books. He's got, a, he's got a few under his belt, hasn't he? Yeah, I've just um, looked them up myself. Yeah, and I think, is it Dead Man's Dance or Taboo? He wrote with Unni Hazel, didn't he? Unni Hazel Brown. I think I was just reading that. So, um, yeah, Benang, quite interesting. I'm still kind of reading a little bit about it and getting my head around it and, you know, trying to, like, if it is from a true perspective because it's about Harley, a man of Noongar ancestry, finds himself at a difficult point in the history of his country, family and self. As the apparently successful outcome of his white grandfather's enthusiastic attempts to isolate and breed the first white man born, he wants to be a failure. But would such a failure mean his Noongar ancestors could label him a success? And how could the attempted genocide represented by his family history be told? And actually just thinking about that, that's kind of our, our story, isn't it? Yeah. Amongst our Aboriginal community. So... Um, Interesting that he writes a book about it and I wonder if it is based on a true story about someone. And actually there's, mate, there's reference in here to Mr A.O. Neville, the Chief Protector. <coughs> and it wasn't he a piece of work, yeah. you know, in our community and he was the one that was given the right to do a lot of these, you know, wrongdoings to our community. And I actually went into the State Library one day. I was doing a bit of research and I actually came we, – we went into the, the part where A.O. Neville's readings are and writings and some of the terminology in what he turned around and, like, replied to a lot of non-Aboriginal people that were actually trying to get support for our mob. So Daisy Bates, I don't know if you know Daisy Bates. You've heard of her? <coughs> yes. So Daisy was asking for, like, shoes and – a nice dress so a lot of the Aboriginal women could get married. And A.O. Neville, the chief protector, would respond back and say, no, um, a lot of the natives don't deserve, you know, to be dressed up and, you know, to to have a marriage system and have a marriage. So, you know, just reading that, it does make your blood boil, you know, Um in what he was talking about. So it actually looks like there's a little bit of reference to A.O. Neville through this book. So we must have a bit of a yarn to Kim Scott because we know him. 
<laughs> and we should ring him up and say, hey, would you like to come on and talk about your latest book or anything that he's kind of released? Yeah, um, that sounds That would be cool, that hey. sounds good, doesn't it? Yeah. And I know one of his sons has done really well at uni. I don't know if um, he's come out with a degree or I saw something in a picture in Facebook a few years ago. So, um, yeah, we might even have a, a yarn to young fella too. My other book that I've got here, Sam, is Aboriginal Words of Australia. So it's actually by A.W. Reid. And he has a lot of Aboriginal names for different... So this is kind of um, all over Australia. And he's done a bit of a word list here. So he's got Aboriginal names and English names. But it actually says here... Um, the different numbers, so he's got Western Australia, South Australia, Northern Territory, Victoria, New South Wales, Queensland, Tasmania and Central Australia. So it looks like he's collated a lot of the Aboriginal names from around the whole of Australia. So again, this is a really good book, but just be aware that um, these language names are not just for Noongar country, they are all around Australia. So um, let me just give you an example and I'm hoping that I'm going to say it right. It looks like Beery. Beery is boy. And we call boy here nup. So there's a total big difference between that. And I guess I think last week I was talking about like, you know, when you're working in the community, you're, you know, you must seek Aboriginal, you know, people to make sure that you're doing the right thing and you're consulting in the right way and you're getting the right information. So, you know, I mean, this is a really good book to pick up, but just be mindful that he does. There is numbers according to this. Um, so what, what number was West Australia? Let's see if he's gotten it right. But then Western Australia is huge. Yeah. So it could be even up north. He's got number one for West Australia. Let's just have a sticky beak and see if he's put a hard word to it. It actually doesn't look like he has. So this could be another word from anywhere up north, down south, wherever. WA's huge. It is, we it? lots of mob here <laughs> all around the place. Yep, trying to look but can't see anything. But um, A.W. Reid has actually got a few books out. I've got a few of his books in which I purchased a few years ago. So another... Great one to read up on and learn about our culture and stuff. So here we go, A.W. Reid, author. So it's Alexander Reid. And actually, he's a New Zealander. Really? Yes. And the ones I've got at home is the Aboriginal Myths, Legends and Fables. So I, I purchased that one a fair few years ago. And I've still got it in my little book collection. Um, yeah. So there you have it. All right, let's rock and roll while we're at it. So we're going to go to a bit of, I think, Eurythmics. You like them? Yeah, I like them. Hopefully you enjoy, listeners. Your voice. Your community station. You are listening to IPL Radio. Welcome back. Thanks for joining us, everyone. So we had Walking on Broken Glass, Eurythmics, Are You Gonna Go My Way, Lenny Kravitz, and last 
but not least, Miss Minogue spinning around. And we were actually spinning around in this studio here. Yes, we were. This evening, um, bringing you our best tunes and our best information. So we're still continuing to share with you guys some great events that are happening and taking place, aren't we? Yes, we are. So I've just seen this one, Celebrate Lake Clement, which is Sunday 18th of September. So it's from 11th That's today. To, is it? Oh, that means it's gone. Oh, poop. Okay, well, what did you find? So I actually just saw that because Philip Wally Stack had posted it up on Facebook. So well done, Phil. It looks like you were performing down there. So um, it's nice to know that a lot of our community can participate in a lot of these council events, hey? So, well, well done, Phil. Yeah. Sorry we had only read it now. Sorry. Well, maybe we should tell people, if you've got something going on in our community, let us, let us know. know. We'll yeah. be happy to tell people We might actually read out, reach out to some mob too and just say, hey, you got any upcoming events? Because we'd love to share with you guys and let you know that it's happening. So, And especially with school holidays happening soon. Yes. Be good to get um, all the information out so people can plan their holidays. Can go and enjoy it in. So we've actually different. done a bit of snooping around here because we're down at Durbulnara, which is Rockingham area, and we found some school holiday programs. This one's coming up, which is the Stick Insect Display, which sounds interesting. I like insects behind things, <laughs> not crawling on me, so I like the sound of this one, which is on the 19th of September. No, they jump. Tomorrow. This is tomorrow. Stick things jump. Yeah, but it says a display, so they'll be behind glass and stuff. Okay. You probably won't be able to touch them. So tomorrow, peeps, 9 till 6 p.m., it's free. And I guess you can just kind of rolls up. It's the Mary Davis Library and Community Centre. So, um, you know, if you're looking for something to do tomorrow, it goes from 9 till 6. So even if, you know, school's still in and you want to take your kids after hours, you can get down there. Or even if you have younger ones that don't go to school at the moment. That's right. Yeah, yeah. You know, they like to explore and see different things. So the next one we've got is the Rockingham Youth Centre on the 20th of September. This one, again, is another evening, 4 to 7. That's when youth become alert, don't they? They want to get out and do stuff. Yes. This one's free as well. And it's actually at the Rockingham Youth Centre. So it says here that it's a D&D. is <laughs> a social club for young people wanting to play Dungeons & Dragons. Mm. Oh, phew. I thought there was going to be something, you know, horrible. No, Dungeons like D&D. And Dragons. Dungeons and Dragons. All levels of experience welcome. Free program, 16 to 24 years. Limited spaces. Be sure to book your place at the youth centre at rockingham.wa.gov.au. And I guess you could probably ring the city of Rockingham to find out a little bit more details. And actually coming up next, we've got Nathan with his show and we've just had a chat to him and um, he talks about gaming and um, maybe the early games, not early games. Um, he said he likes the older games like Mario and... Ah, the real old school games. Pac-Man. Well, I was going to say a lot of us started off with those games, didn't we? Once upon a yeah. time ago. And um, now they've got Fortnite and... Minecraft and Which is still those old school games, hey? Not really. Well not well, Minecraft. Well is Fortnite kind of a latest 
I think so. Thing? Yeah. I think so. I think my I've nephew plays. My nephew plays. Okay, so we've got a skateboard. Well, this is at the Cooling Up Skateboard Skate Park Series. This is interesting. It's on the 21st of September, 4 to 6. It's free. It's at the Cooling Up Skate Park. This sounds cool. Have you ever been to our new and improved Cooling Up Skate Park? So that's Wednesday afternoon. Yeah. So doesn't matter. It's not school holidays, but it's next week. Whether you're a pro or just starting out, come on down to show off your BMX skateboard or scooter skills. Another fantastic event. So this says that it's a part one of a three-part series. All ages and skill levels welcome. Again, probably best to just contact the city of Rockingham for that one. All right, let's keep our music going before we have to hit the road and our next crew come in. So... We're going to go to a bit of Gurumal, so hopefully you guys are enjoying this evening. And actually, I just wanted to dedicate that song to our friend, our listener, Francis, the Bindi Bindi by Gina Williams and Guy Gauss was for you, my love, because I could not find any other song that you wanted to request. So I hope you enjoyed that. Your voice. Your community station. You are listening to IPL Radio. Oh, what a classic. Oh, you know what I'm singing? And Fitzroy Crossing. Love it. And um, that's a great album, actually. I love listening to this album, Big Name, No Blankets, if you get a chance. So oh, it's, it's just about time for us to wrap up, isn't it, Sam? So we're going to leave you with a few songs, but we'll be back next Sunday evening. Between six and nine. Remember to listen. And if you've got any requests or any events coming up, Either get in touch with myself on Facebook or with Marissa. For sure. Let us know because we'd love to give you a bit of a shout out um, and maybe Share. even turn up to the events or even have a bit of a yarn to you before the event happens. So uh, we certainly can do some interviews on here as well and you can either come into the studio or we can give you a call, Yep, have a yarn. Find out what's going on. Yeah, because we'd love to do that too because that's what we're about is helping promote, you know, um, getting out in the community and mixing and mingling and having a good time. So it's going to be... information. Who? Sharing and gathering information. Oh, I thought you said we were relations. <laughs> well, we are relations. <laughs> All right, we're going to take you out with a few songs and we're going to let Nathan and his crew come on um, and do tune in if you're a bit of a gamer. Because uh, he just come and had a yarn to us and talked about gaming, didn't he? And they yarn about it. So we might actually tune in too. So, um, yeah, enjoy the next song. It's another great Australian classic, Errol by Australian Crawl. So, Borda. Borda. Your voice. Your community station. You are listening to IPL Radio.